Vogelsang Pest Management has programs for everyone's budget. Call us at 314-601-1789. Vogelsang Pest Management, serving your family like you're our family. Westplex 107.1. Yes, that is a song that uh, uh, Shelly would put into the category of whiny, right? I didn't hear what you said. What'd you say? I said that is a song that Shelly would put into inf- er, into her infamous category of being a whiny dude singing, right? He's not as bad as some of them. Some of them are pretty whiny. <laughs> now, that's the remix version of that song, which, quite honestly, I really like. And, you know, there's certain songs. Like, for example, we play the Foster the People song, which is Sit Next to Me, which is the remix version. And every once in a while, I'll listen to another radio station. I listened to Y98 yesterday. And they had the non-remix version of it. And it's like night and day. It's it's sort of like, you know, it's sort of like... Slow and sappy, well, like an Adele song? It's sort of like... You know, you go to your grandma and grandpa's house and they got that old mm-hmm. TV set, you know, that's like from the, the 60s. And, you know, it's like the four by three resolution and the picture is really not so good. And then you go to like your friend's house and they've got like the 120 inch HD refillable plasma TV screen. And you're going like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Yeah. You know, we had a couple plasma TVs, but the plasma kept on leaking out and the hole was plugged. Ah, it's terrible. So we couldn't refill it. Well, it's tough to get plasma refill anymore. Uh, matter of fact, it uh, really is. It's like helium. Well, you know, one of the things that uh, that you can fix that with is they've got a they've got a fix for the old plasma TV sets is the framister. Uh, oh, no, no. You put in a matter baby. <laughs> I fell for that yesterday, Brad. <laughs> No, not yesterday. Or the day that before. Was yeah, we weren't here yesterday. Had some... What's the matter, baby? Oh, nothing, baby. What's the matter with you? <laughs> Dad joke. Uh, you know, it's the simple things in life that make it all worthwhile, you know? Goofy, yes, weird yes, stuff like I that. Yes, I do, actually. You know? Goofy, stupid <laughs> jokes. Uh, it is BS in the Morning. I am Shelly. She is Brad. Uh, this is the station, Westplex 107.1. We are on the website, bsinthemorning.show. Uh, you can check Check out our studio sponsor, which is Allen's Tree Service. Once again, if you have trees, and this is the this is the situation. We're not out of the woods yet. We still have what another thirty days officially of uh, today's the twenty first. So we have like uh, you know essentially another whole month of winter. And you know how you it know, is. Yesterday was two twenty twenty. I know. I know how these weird, you know, repeating, you know, twenty twenty oh twenty oh two. I think this is so cool. You know, this will never happen again until the year 3000. And it's sort of like people say that about our show. They go, oh my God, it'll never happen again. And thank goodness for that. Right? No, that's not what they say. They happen to like our show. You know, I'm looking at my new clock. Did I tell you about my oh, new clock? Oh yes, you've got a new clock. Oh, you're so you're so big. Man, Mike Elam uh, took care of me on this. Uh, you know, a local business, and a lot of people don't even realize this, company's called Master Clock. And, and it's national. It's actually worldwide, isn't it? International, yes. They sell products all over the world, right from St. Charles. And yep. uh, they sell uh, essentially a GPS and NTP clocks, accurate clocks, clocks that are accurate down to milliseconds. In some respects, they're down to microseconds. And you may say, why would you need to clock that accurate? Well, that's how the whole world works now in the computer system. And that's how our cellular system works, is that everything has to be timed together. Otherwise, the computers uh, would fight back and forth if they didn't all have the same time. So that's what the uh, the uh, master clock people do. That's a big part yep. of what they do. Plus. They do. 
to be plus on balls accurate in every in every uh, thing there are the nerds who have to have the the two thousand dollar clock system in their house you know so they can say hey my uh, my time's accurate to the microsecond and people would go like yeah, so what? You know, I mean, but you know what I'm talking about. You got the the. I, if your world was not run by minutes and seconds, um, you wouldn't understand. Yeah, well, I always find it fascinating that in any pursuit, there are you know the. I mean, like take a hobby, okay? And there are the guys and gals who are like, eh, just the average hobbyist. And then you get the guys who like are really into it. You know what I mean? I mean, they're like like super nerds. You know, there and, always is a subculture with anything. That's one of fa- that's one of she- uh, Shelley's favorite things. Matter of fact, it is. It's true. The reason for that is that the reason she keeps talking about that is that she has. And a lot of I, I you know, I'm going to break this news. Shelly has uh-huh. a has a knots a night spot on uh, on North Main in St. Charles, and the name of it's called Subculture. So when she talks about when she says, "Well, you know, there's always a subculture," she's actually giving a free plug for her for her night spot there on North Main. That's true. Yeah. Thank see? you, Brad. Yeah. No problem. Hey, thank j- you for the free plug, even though I don't advertise with you. <laughs> That's right. You and everybody else. <laughs> you know. You know they they changed the rules again in Saint in St. Charles. You know what I'm talking about. Uh-uh. Well, they had the thing that, you know, they, they on the north end where a lot of the bars are. Uh, what was the one bar that the was the Tiki Bar or whatever it was? You know what I'm talking about? The one place there in the tiki north end. Tiki Bar? Yeah. On, it, was, it wasn't the Tiki Bar, but it had some kind of a tropical theme to it. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, anyway, uh, they had uh, some issues with some fights breaking out and things like that. So they changed the rules uh, just on North Main Street that you had to have 50% of your business to be food. And you couldn't just, like, be a bar bar. And uh, apparently uh, they got some pushback on that because they changed that to 30%. But they made it, I think, all over the uh, city of St. Charles now. You can't just have like a bar bar where, you know, you just don't have food. You just, you know, it's just like drinks. You have to have some kind of food. Do you so, know how, how many little bar bars are going to put out of business? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of them have, have 30% food. You know, I mean, you go to like place like... Hot shots, um, you know. I mean, you can get a good, you know, bar burger there. Uh, bar Louie, obviously. Uh, you know, a lot of people eat there. I would imagine that their food business is probably well over 50, 60, 70 percent of of their, uh, you know, their their total take. You know, uh, you know. I, I well, that's and, because when people go there, they drink and they need something to soak up that alcohol before they drive. Well, you know, by, Bar Louie and, tends to be a heavy pour. By the way, by the way. Um, BTW. Yeah, and 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 in a serious note, I saw this last night, and I started scratching my head, thinking, "Okay, now hold on a minute. Now, uh, here we're legalizing marijuana, and the big headline was, and this this unbelievable tragedy of these uh, two women and their daughters who were killed in that car crash last week on uh, forty. Do you know one of them was a firefighter? Well, but but see, they came from out, Kentucky. But they came out and said that, and then I read that that wasn't the case. There was a retraction. It was on definitely that. the case. It was, and the firefighters that worked the call escorted um, her and the procession to the county line or to the state line yeah but i i read the i i read the article and then they retracted that so so it was the case that she was a firefighter 
the way that the firefighter firefighters okay. were handling it. Okay. Um, yes. Well, anyway, the the big headline yesterday and last night was that the guy who had uh, you know caused the accident who uh, crossed over had quote smoked some marijuana the night before. Okay. Oh now, my goodness. Now, the night before. Well, but okay. Now think about that for a minute. Okay. Now, I and and I hope I don't get myself in trouble by saying this, but. Here we're probably le- will. well, but here we're legalizing. At least in Illinois, it's legal now, and it's you know, and, and you know, in the city of St. Louis, Kim Gardner said that if you've got what under a hundred grams or something like that, that they're not going to prosecute it anymore. And in Illinois, they uh, all the people who had marijuana convictions against them have been have been essentially uh, uh, you know scrubbed off their records. But I mean, the so point in the state of Missouri, if you get a, a personal use marijuana. You can actually have, oh, and then you get your grower's permit. You can actually have up to a half pound of pot in your car at all times. Yeah, but the point I'm making is that, okay, here we're now legalizing something, and yet they're saying that the cause of this accident might have been because of the fact that this guy supposedly... He had marijuana the night before? No, yeah. that's not what caused it. Well, no, no, but what I'm saying is... That's ridiculous. Yeah, but what I'm saying is it's like, okay, so if this is such a scourge, why are we making it legal? You know what I mean? Yes, I get what you're saying, but what they're saying is not possible. Why is that? If he smoked pot the night before, yeah, that has nothing to do with what he did the, the next day. Uh, but but why did it they... doesn't stay in your system like that? I get it, but why are they bringing that up? I mean, why is that part of the because story? Because they're the media. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's just one of those things. It's, I do. It's a terrible tragedy, and I think the thing that bothers me about the whole marijuana thing is is that you know obviously it impairs. And I know people argue this, well, it's not like alcohol, it's different, you know, but essentially it impairs, because that's the, the whole thing. You get high and it impairs your, your, the way your, you know, your cognitive abilities and all that kind of stuff. So, but there's no way, there, well, I shouldn't say there's no way, but there's a very, very uh, limited way of testing to see if someone is intoxicated with marijuana. So why are we making it legal? You know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, with alcohol, it's pretty simple. They pull you over, you know, they can, you know, they, there's various tests they can do, field sobriety tests. You know, uh, you know, you have the little, uh, you know, intoximeter thing that you blow in. And if you refuse that, they take you to the hospital and they draw your blood and they know exactly what the content of your uh, you know, blood is as far as alcohol. But with marijuana, there's no real way to determine that. I mean, well, there is, yes. but it's a toxal, you know. It's there a, will be. Yeah, yes. I don't know. I don't know. That's just me. I do. Hey, you know what? What? We have to play some music. and uh, That's because you've been so chatty bratty. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's six. <laughs> chatty and bratty. My that official fun, clock, 617 <laughs> exactly right now. 617 and three, four, five, six seconds. We'll be back. BS in the morning. On Westplex 107.1. Westplex 107. I just said that. She's always jumping at me like that. Westplex 107. She's just like a woman. Always interrupting you. Never letting you say what you want to say. Well, that's probably better Every off, single time. Because whatever I say is going to be stupid. It's kind of rude, actually. <laughs> I don't understand why she does that. I don't understand either. She does that just to probably bother you. I have you. no idea why she would do that. I have no idea whatsoever. <laughs> because she's my protege. Why would she do that to me? I'm just a nice guy. You know, I'm just a guy on a radio trying to put, you know, smiles on people's faces and the money in the business pockets that we advertise them and that kind of stuff although although i guess if if uh, you know if we were going to uh, you know bernie sanders wouldn't approve of that so you know <laughs> did you watch the debates on wednesday night 
Now, what do you think? Oh, my God. You know. You know. It wasn't on Facebook, so you didn't watch it, right? Correct. Oh, my God. Talking about talking about Michael Bloomberg walking into the lion's den. I mean, he just got, you know, you know, uh, sauced and filleted. I mean, you know, I mean, whew. Oh, man, the things they said about him. I mean, it was kind of crazy, you know? I mean, uh, 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 Elizabeth Warren, right from the get-go, she just went after him. And and uh, supposedly he, you know, there's there's some there's some booklet. I don't know if you've heard about this. That somebody that used to work for him published this booklet of all these quotes that he would say, and he made and she's reading these quotes, you know, to him, and he it was just bizarre, you know, the whole goofy thing. I mean, if you watch what's going on with that, the whole politics thing, and then today, you know, what the big story today is, it, this is this is like the perfect example of. Of I go back and forth between Fox News and CNN. I go to CNN.com and you see one thing. You go to Fox News and it's another thing. It's like, okay, is this the same country these two news sources are in? The big thing right now on CNN and also on MSNBC, you know what it is? No. The Russians have already started to collude to help Donald Trump win the 2020 election. They're already doing it. They're already, you know, hacking computers and they're already doing this and they're already doing that. And you know what? The Democrats don't have a chance because the Russians are already hacking their way to keeping Trump in office. And I go like, oh, come on. (laughs) So do you believe that or do you think that's just media hype? Okay. Let me just take you back for a minute. And I know we don't try to talk too much politics, but what I find fascinating about this is. <laughs> you that, always bring up politics, well, no, no, Brad. No, don't but, try no. to kid your okay. people. Here's what's sort of interesting to me about it, okay? Of course this happens because we do it as well, too. If you remember, I don't know how many years ago it was when Barack Obama was in office, he sent his guy, David Axelrod, who was the guy who was the, you know, headed his campaign or something like that, to, to uh, Israel. To essentially, you know, mount a campaign against, uh, you know, uh, Netanyahu being reelected. I mean, our government interfered openly with the Israeli election and nobody said anything about that. You know, I mean, it's just the way things are. I mean, you know, all of the countries. That's because are, Barack Obama was the golden child. Well, but the point being is this is politics. That's international politics. That if you are a country A and country B has two people running for uh, premier or president of the country, and country A, or, or candidate A, is is sympathetic to country B, and candidate B is not uh, sympathetic to the other country, of course they're going to try to get one of the guys elected. I mean, that's just the way things are. I mean, it's like, it's like think about it on a, on a smaller scale. I mean, if, if you know, like you live in, I don't know, pick a city, and you know that uh, if you have a, a dog grooming salon, let's say, let's just throw out a, a goofy business, you have a dog grooming salon, and there's two candidates running, and one of them is like pro-pets, and the other is, is anti-pets, and he wants to have pets banned from a particular city, who are you going to vote for? And who are you going to put your money behind if you're going to send the money to their campaign? And who you gonna, whose sign are you going to put in their front yard? It's just politics. That's the way it works, you know? You know, it's like people say it's just business, it's not personal. Yeah. I think that's a bunch of hooey. Uh, you know, that's like, that's from... It's always personal. Oh, well, to a certain extent, everything's personal. You know, I mean, just, exactly. to, just to the point where, like, the situation with, like, Matter Baby. <laughs> Okay, Brad, what's what's matter, baby? Nothing, baby. What's the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, everybody, so he writes what we're going to talk about. <laughs> and 
<laughs> it actually says Matter Baby on there. <laughs> Well, you know, see, Brad, see, you just see the, I have so much fun with you in the mornings. It's the, just the, the right, hilarious. Yeah, and my stupid humor. The Russians have also, uh, you know, they've also done a couple other things to try to make sure that Trump gets, gets elected as well, too. They've they put in a new motto. A what? A motto. OK, so that's BS. <laughs> no, they did. They put in a, they put in a new motto. OK, what's a motto? Nothing. What's a motto with you? A <laughs> dad joke. Hey, it's time to take a break. 629. Westplex 107.1. Taylor Swift. Morning tea is 639. It is BS in the morning. I am Shelly. She is bread. Uh, we have the weather coming up from Jennifer. Wojcicki. And I can tell you right now, if you stepped outside already, you know it's cold. 16 degrees right now, headed for a high of 40. It's going to be sunny today uh, and supposedly sunny tomorrow, but then rain on Sunday and Monday. But Jennifer will give you the entire scoop coming up on that. Um, yes, she will. You know, you know what's got to be sort of interesting? This is the weekend for the XFL debut in St. Louis. They've already played on the road, and it's the home debut. And, I, you know... I heard this, and I, I tried to find this somewhere on the web. I heard it on one of the other stations. I think I was punching buttons, and I was listening to ESPN 101, and they were talking about how the tickets have gotten to be a hot commodity and that there's a secondary market for the tickets already, and some people are paying 90 to $110 for the tickets for the XFL game. And I'm thinking to myself, really? Yeah, I thought to myself, I thought the XFL was supposed to be affordable. You know, I'm going like, you know, I mean, I don't know, maybe those might be front row seats, but you know, they're only selling the lower bowl in the dome, so uh, they're not going to put, and, and they're so, you know, purposely not going to try to fill the place. It's just going to be the lower bowl, but it's going to be. Do you think that people are because of the, uh, you know, so far the uh, the uh, attraction to uh, the XFL by the St. Louis fans? Do you think it's because a that they just can't get enough football since we don't have it anymore, or B, this is like sort of a uh, third phalanges to uh, Stan Kroenke? <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> um, probably a little bit of both. You don't you don't know what third you don't know what third phalanges is all about. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so funny. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Do you, no, seriously. Do you think? Do you think you think it's a little bit of both? In other words, people are going like, "Yeah, we want to see football," and by the same token, we're like, "We'll show that stupid Stan Kroenke guy. We like football. We don't care if it's NFL or XFL. We just want football, right?" Oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> You're still thinking. <laughs> yes, about that. that's correct. I'm sorry. I'm still okay. reeling from the third phalanges <laughs> thing. I might have to use that. <laughs> yeah, third phalanges to you. You never heard that before? No. That's one of my favorite. Sayings. I've heard. Read between the lines. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> so so uh, anyway, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. Uh, I, I quite honestly, I hope the team does well. I hope the league does well. Um, and I think the one of the the I'm I'm always a, a a sort of an underdog kind of guy. And the XFL was around for a while, and they made it through one season, and 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 they got panned, especially by you know the the media elite. Oh, it's the XFL. It's like you know you I mean do you do you uh, do you drive like a Hyundai or a Kia? Oh, that's not a car. A car is a BMW. You know what I'm talking about? Some of those snotty people in like all different kinds of things. Like if if you tell them. Um, I live in uh, I live in uh, Woodson Terrace, and they'll go like, "Oh, Woodson Terrace, that's just so so bad. You should live in Ledoux. You know what I'm talking about? 
I don't. <laughs> you don't get where I'm coming from with that? No. The snottiness of people going, well, it's just the XFL. It's not the NFL. The XFL is just... So what are the demographics of the people that are are buying the tickets. Well, it's sort of the problem that a lot of the minor league teams have had in St. Charles County. You get the sports people, you know, for the most part, the sports nerds will never go to a Rascals game or a whatever it is, a Steamers game. I don't even know what they call themselves now. The Ambush or, you know, all the different, uh, you know, the Missouri River Otters because they go like, oh, that's not real hockey. You know, the Blues are real hockey. And that's just some like, you know, that's just like some wannabe sport. You know, like right already, I'm hearing people talk about the Hooters like that. Yeah, well, the Hooters aren't calling people back, so there you go. They're not calling. What do you mean they're not calling people back? They're not calling you back. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but he's spending money in other stations. You know, once again, it's <laughs> one of these deals where, you know, and 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 you know, he's buying he's buying ads on KFNS, but not on us. But you know, eh, what the heck. You know, and the crazy thing about it is, who are they going after with, with the Hooters? They're going after families. They're going after moms and dads. And who do we, you know, what's the station designed for? It's to going after moms. And you, know, and you know what moms say? Hey, let's go to the Hooters game, right? Yes, that's yeah. exactly what they do. Yeah. Let's have a fun time. Let's go to the Hooters. Right. But they're Hoots. They're not Hooters. They're, they're the, Hoots. No, 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 no. They're the Hooters. The Hooters. They got the. It's, no, they're not. Yeah, it's it's all girls team, and and they wear those you know little little what they still call them hot pants. Is that what they call them? The hot pants and the low cut tops. Uh, they're more like Daisy Dukes. Daisy Dukes, yeah, that's what they do. It's it's the it's it's women's women's softball. Um, I don't think so. It's it's true. I think you're lying. No, I'm not lying. I'm telling the truth. I don't think that a woman's softball would name themselves the Hooters. Well, but they're sponsored by the Hooters. See, it's just like like in other in other teams, you know, other countries, the teams. And we don't have it here because we have like the Cardinals and things like that. In other in other uh, sports and other major league sports around the world, the teams are named after the sponsor. You know, I mean, they got the sponsors logo right on you know their their uniforms. You know, like who's the one uh, soccer team that's got uh, the Emirates uh, Airlines? You know, you see there the big one soccer team. They got the Emirates uh, Airlines logo right on their front chest. That's you know that's and they call them the you know the the, the Emirates Flyboys. That's that's you know that's how they do it in other countries. And now we're going to do it here. So Hooters is sponsoring uh, you know the, uh, the the you know the the, the team because it's going to be the Hooters girls. I, I I think that that's BS, Brad, and I'm not going to bite on it. So there. Yeah, and matter of fact, uh, what they're going to do is between. <laughs> yes, whatever you say. Yeah, and a matter of fact, that means you're going to expound on a bunch of BS. <laughs> between headings, uh, they're going to give away a matter baby. Yep. Blah blah blah. <laughs> It's 6.45. Westplex 107.1. I didn't blow it that time. I waited to the uh, end, the very end of that song where they come on and ooh, ooh. <laughs> you like it when I do that, don't you? I do. 6.52. It's BS in the morning. Our website. It is BS in the morning. <laughs> it's BS in the morning. Show is our website. Oh, man. Cold out there right now. It's up to a whole whopping 17 degrees. I saw this. Is it really? Yeah, but it's, it's going to be sunshiny. 40. It's a yeah. bright, well, sunshiny day. M- There's ma- a song in there somewhere. Matter of fact, about 20 minutes from now, the sun will come up, so it'll be nice. Um, Woot, Sad situation. And I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Drew Carey. His ex-fiance was murdered. Have you seen this? I heard that. Bizarre. 
I mean, uh, they broke up. They were engaged, and then they broke it off. And uh, she started dating another guy, and apparently that didn't work out real well. And uh, reportedly, uh, uh, things got very bad between her and her new boyfriend. And she uh, sought out a restraining order, and the restraining order expired. And he showed up at her apartment, and it's sort of unclear as to what exactly happened. But they have charged him with murder. And it's like, wow. You know, and and uh, she's she's a doctor. She's like a psychologist or a psychiatrist or something like that. Uh, is that bizarre or what? They go for the crazies. I, I I don't know. I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's it's. I, I, I'm I'm a guy, okay? And and yes, you are a guy. <laughs> well, nowadays you can say you are anything. You know, t- you know. At nine o'clock, I turn into a woman, and then at noon, I become a man again. You know how it is. But anyway, <laughs> having said that, and now having ticked people off by me saying that. Um, it's sad because so many men abuse women, and it doesn't stop. You know, I mean, it's to the point where with all the the publicity that's come out of, I mean, like, look, for example, like with drunk driving, you got the mothers against drunk driving. And like back in the day, I can remember friends of mine who got pulled over by police, you know, like, you know, when we were young, like, uh, you know, back, uh, you know, way back when, and the cop would pull them over and they would be drunk and the cop essentially would say, hey, look, get out of the car, um, you know, uh, I'll drive you home. Get in the back, yep, get right. in the back of your car. I'll, right. I'll, or, yeah. or, or go, just sleep it off, you know, you know, uh, uh, I'm going to come back in an hour and your car still said, uh, still should be sitting here on the shoulder. Now, you know, you get processed and, 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 and I'm not saying it's wrong. I mean, I'm an, a huge anti-drunk driving guy. But the point, yes, you are. But the point being was the stigma in our society has changed to the point where it used to be like, eh, he got drunk and drove home. No big deal. Now it's like, oh, my God, he goes, got drunk and drove home. But it doesn't seem to be that, at least to me, it doesn't seem to be that the, you know, the abuse of men uh, to women, the abuse of women by men doesn't seem to be like, you know, a tremendously, you know, oh, my God, I can't believe he did that. And I've unfortunately been places where, um, you know, I've seen, you know, guys, you know, do bad things to women. You know what I mean? It's to the point where you're going like, okay, why would you even do that in public? And and sometimes it's verbal, um, and other times it's. And I I would rather be punched in the face than mind screwed. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I it's it's stuff like that, and you think, and and I, and I guess my situation is, and and you know, you never know what you're going to do. You never know when things happen. But I can't ever imagine doing something like I mean it's like this this story that came out if you saw this the other day um, this rugby player from Australia I don't know if you saw this in the international news you know this famous rugby guy in Australia just had a meltdown and he took his wife and kids and put him in a car doused the car with gasoline set the car on fire and then stabbed himself to death it's going like okay what happened are you kidding no 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 yeah. you know people can say what they want about the movies that stuff really goes on. Well, I mean, you know, you, you hear about things like that and you go like, okay, what in the world, you know, was going on in his mind when that happened? You know, I mean, it, I mean, people, people can just snap. You don't I know. Guess. I don't know. You just don't know. You don't know about people anymore. I know. And I that's mean, a shame because I mean, you always want to think um, people are inherently good. And he could have been a very good man. He just snapped. Well, I mean, 
there's no excuse for it. I mean, especially. No, I mean, there's not. I mean, if, if you're going to take yourself out, take yourself out, but don't exactly. take your family with you. You know what I mean? It's just no. one of those things. It's yes, like, I it's like, know. it's like, yeah, I agree. Uh, it's just crazy stuff. And you just look at that and you go like, okay. You know, and when I read that and I read the whole article about, you know, and, and the sad part was uh, the article I read, I can't remember where I, what, uh, what online uh, um, source I was using for that, but it had all sorts of pictures of Drew Carey with his, you know, with his fiance. They're here, they're, you know, they're eating dinner and they're this and they're that. And then for whatever reason, they broke off the engagement and, um, you know, she started dating this guy and, you know, it ended up is where you know i mean i can't say you have to as a journalist i have to say he allegedly murdered her because he has not been uh proven guilty in a court of law but they did arrest him and they did um uh, say that you know on the autopsy of her they did say that she died of blunt force trauma um which you know no nine times out of ten you can't do that to yourself you know what i mean it's uh, somebody has to do it to you so anyway so did he stab himself in prison what this guy that that, that uh, mm-hmm. no 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 the, the the Australian rugby guy yeah no he at the scene of the crime he doused the car with gasoline his his wife okay. and two okay, kids yeah. and I got it and then and so then, this other guy that killed Drew Carey's ex fiance it was at her he's at, in prison well he's in jail right now um, yes know, okay yeah but but so no, how what, is you know Drew what Carey? I, I take that back said? I take that back I think. I think this was part of the story. I'll have to go look at this again. I think he got out on bail. They set the bail at like $2 million, and he came up with it. So he must be some rich dude, or at least that he's got some people that got money behind him. I, I'll, I'll double check that. I remember reading that story the other day, and I thought, wow, that's bizarre. And then that was one of the, I think that was part of the controversy is that he's actually out and about because he made bail. I mean, you know, a lot of times when you hear the judge, $2 million bail. You know, and sometimes they go two million cash. Okay, what do you do? Where do you come up with two million cash? You know, the bail bond thing is usually what ten or fifteen percent. If you, the judge says that you know it's a ten thousand dollars bond, that you, you come up with what thousand or fifteen hundred, and then you make bond, and that's the way the system works. But um, you know, two million dollars. Who's got that? You know, but apparently he did. So. Anyway, I'll look yeah, it up. And, apparently. And, yeah. So anyway, uh, it is BS in the morning. It is 6.59. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Westplex 107.1. Hold on a minute. Let me do my hair flip. Oop, my toupee fell off. I Check my... your nails. <laughs> and by the way, I was at a meeting the other day and uh, at a luncheon, and a lady was sitting across the table from me. And she, you know, at one point in time in the you know, middle of us leading, eating lunch, this, you know, business luncheon, she looked over and she said, wow. I love your nails. I go, really? Do you like them? She goes, yes. How'd you do that? I said, well, this one right here, I got crunched when I was working on my car last weekend. This one, I got caught in the door of my car. This one, I was, uh, you know, having lunch with Shelly, and I hit my uh, finger on the, uh, the, the table it. at McDonald's and broke my finger. You like my nails? Okay, smarty pants. <laughs> That's good. I was telling Brad a story about a gentleman that complimented me on my nails. And you can't do that anymore. That's, that's sexual harassment. Said, huh? That's sexual harassment. You can't, you can't it's say. It's not sexual harassment, if Brad. You, if you're a guy. Compl- it's, it's almost like complimenting a woman on her shoes. That's sexual harassment. Anyway, let me finish my story. That's sexual harassment. It wasn't sexual harassment. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Just because you get sexually harassed doesn't mean that what I say is sexual harassment. But hold on a minute now. Okay, so a guy, and we won't mention who it is, was at a luncheon with Shelly, and he commented on her nails, okay? Yeah. So you, you can't... He's like, he's like, those are beautiful. He goes, what, what did you do to your nails? And I said, 
oh, it's um, Color Street. And I go, you know how I like glitter. And he says, yes. And I said, um, they're, they're like stick-ons. And I go, they're my real nails, but the design is like stick-on. He goes, well, you surely can't tell those are beautiful. You can't. Now, that I, is not oh, sexual harassment. He, 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 I'm telling you. I mean, it's surprising he's not in jail right now. I mean, they should just lock him up. I mean, he imagine he commented on your nails. Oh, God. It's, it's just, like a man may, commenting on a woman's shoes. You can't do that either. Yes, you can. You just can't say it like you say it, Brad. No. no. What do you mean? Like I said, hey, babe, nice shoes. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you want some candy? Yeah. No. You say, you look very attractive today, which is not what I told you to say. This is going back Here we go. Um, a Here couple we months go. where I told him that if he went up to some woman and said, you look very nice today, that she wouldn't have a problem with it. So he doesn't use his listening skills and goes up to this, goes up to several women to kind of, cause I kind of double dog dared him. And I did it. But he doesn't say what I say. He says, you look very attractive today. That's what offended them. Okay, I did it to five women. Three women were very receptive to it. Two of them looked at me like, you know, well, of course, when you get to be like in your 80s, you know, people look at you and they go like, oh, my God, he's some, Whatever, Brad. some old dude who's trying to hit on me, you know, and they were sort of they were I think they weren't they weren't upset. They were just sort of like, dude, go away. You know, that kind of thing was like, you know, and then you explained it to them and they were OK with it. Well, the one lady was she the other was still like, well, I don't think it was proper what you did. OK, whatever. I mean, but, you know, but once again, it's like here. I'll tell you. I wish I knew who those ladies were. I, I'll, I'll tell you a story. And I didn't tell this Do you know who they were. I have no idea. I, this happened to be about a month ago. OK, I am a car freak. OK, he is everyone. He's and a car freak. If I see someone driving a car, which I think is cool, unique, uh, whatever the situation is, if I, you know, like I'm in a parking lot or something like that, I'll go over and, you know, say to him, hey, man, nice car, you know, that kind of stuff. So I'm in a Lowe's parking lot. I'm buying, you know, hardware or something like that. I can't remember what I was in there for. And there was a guy that had a, you know, they have the, the, the Shelby, the Shelby, um, um, you know, the Shelby uh, Mustangs, you know, which yes. are the Carol, yes. you know, the Ford Shelby Mustangs. And this guy Rick had. Rick has one. Well, Shannon's this, husband. Right, right. This she guy. looks fine in that car. <laughs> this guy has a Shelby pickup truck. It's a Ford Shelby, um, what do they call? There's the, 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 the Ford that they have is, I can't remember. There's a special off-road version of the Ford. So. I go over and the guy's window's down and I'm, you know, I'm walking up to the store. It's not like I'm just, you know, hanging out in the parking lot because I parked, you know, further away from the store and where this guy was parked. So I'm walking down the aisle and I walked over in his door and his window was down. And I said to him, I said, hey, man, cool truck. I didn't know Shelby made a truck. He goes, yeah, where you been? I'm going like, excuse me, dude. Here, I'm trying to compliment your truck. And I go, well, I just, I didn't mean anything by that. I just thought it was a cool truck. Yeah, and? <laughs> I'm going like, okay. okay. Wow. Wound a little too tight, aren't we? I mean, you know, here I'm complimenting. I mean, and what's funny about that is I don't, that's never happened to me. When I go compliment somebody on their car, people are oh, oh, yeah, man, I love it. Oh, it's something I've wanted all my entire life, and I got it six months ago. I always hear stories. People tell me stories about, you know, their unique cars or whatever they are. And, and, and you know, and I get it because I'm a car guy. You know, and for me, it's all, over the, it's all over the map. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm driving around. 
down in my $500 car. I got a $200 car. You know, you know where that $200 car came from, you know. And, and to me, I look at that car and I think to myself, oh, my God, I can't believe I paid $200 for that car. Even though it caught fire in the parking lot, that's another story. But if someone came up to me and, and would say something like, and I've had it, like when I've had some of these cars that have been sort of like somewhat unique cars that I've had through my life, and people have come up and say, man, I haven't seen one of those in a long time because I'm usually driving old junk, you know, that kind of stuff. And I've always taken it as a compliment. I'll talk to them, yeah, you know, I bought it a couple years ago. Man, I really like it. And, you know, that kind of stuff. I got a little, a little you know, my little you know, that I unfortunately uh, got from one of my parents, the one car, which is a little bit sort of unique. And I've had several people comment on it and I always take it as a compliment and they always very positive about it. You know, I just don't get sometimes people are wound too tight. Yeah, whatever. People are different. Yeah. Okay. People uh, are strange. Uh-uh. People are strange. Okay. An update on uh, the story we talked about last hour with Drew Carey's uh, ex-fiance who was murdered, and I just looked this up, and her name was uh, Arnie Harwick, uh, or no, Amy, A-M-I-E, Amy Harwick. She's a Hollywood therapist, and the man was charged with her murder. A guy's name is Gareth Purehouse, or Pursehouse. Uh, he was arrested, and like I said, he was released on $2 million bond, but they rearrested him on Wednesday on a no bail warrant because there were so many people saying, "Hold on a minute, he, you know, he's been a, a, you know arrested on suspicion of murder of Drew Carey's ex-fiance, and you let him out in the road." And apparently there was so much pushback that they brought him back in. They issued a warrant, and they, he was rearrested on a no bail warrant. So he is now in jail awaiting trial. But I thought that they couldn't rearrest. It's like double well, jeopardy. It says here. I'll, I'll, just I'll, I'll read. I'll read you the the paragraph. It says Pure House or Purse House was initially arrested and posted two million dollar bond. He was rearrested Wednesday on a no bail warrant. So well, I good. guess I guess they he's, revoked he's exactly where he needs to be. They, Shame on him. Yes, they revoked the 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 two million dollar bond. And once again. Who in the world? I mean, the guy must have some bucks or has some rich friends to be able to post $2 million bonds. It's California. Everyone has a handler. No, no, that's not true. It is, too. That's, Everyone's got that, a hey, you, you, you Liam, know, not no, Liam no, Nielsen. No, Who that, is that? That's like, Shelly, think about what? what you just said. What? That, you know, you make these broad sweeping generalizations. Okay, so let's say some... That's just there, what I do. That's okay. how I am. <laughs> let's say... There's, You're the one that's got a journalism responsibility. <laughs> yeah, let's say... Let's say we're on a California radio station and there's this story about something that happened in St. Louis. That would be like us saying, well, you know, he probably had too many toasted raviolis in his mouth when that happened. You know, because everybody in St. Louis, you know, all they do is they eat toasted ravioli all day long. Matter of fact, they got all these places in St. Louis. You drive through in the morning and there's toasted ravioli, you know, breakfast. And and then there's toasted ravioli for lunch and there's toasted ravioli dinner. And you drive down any of the major streets. Like if you're out in like that area in called St. Charles County, when you drive down that Highway K in St. Charles County, it's nothing but toasted ravioli places. I mean, it would be like people would go like, okay, that's like, you know, but people in California would go like, oh, yeah, man, I heard those people in St. Louis, all they eat is toasted ravioli. You know what I mean? I do know. Hold on. <laughs> you do know what? Okay, good. What? What did you say? I said, hold on. Oh, I said, okay, I'm done. What we're we doing. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't make sweeping generalizations like that. I can. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't have a specific. Uh, a fiscal responsibility 
like you do. Yeah, but it, it, it's. I had a discussion. I was in an event last night, and I had a discussion with a guy who's lived here about four or five years. No, he li- he moved here moved here six years ago, and and he was here six months, and then the Michael Brown thing happened, and he moved from Kansas City. And he said that all his friends, and and a matter of fact, he, he runs a company, and he was running a company in Kansas City, and they opened a, a branch here in St. Louis, and he was you know you know moved here to open up a new branch, and he told me all his Kansas City friends were calling him and go, oh my God, is the entire St. Louis area affected by this the rioting there in that Ferguson place? Is is a lot ev- of people. Is, that, is everything on fire? You know, are, are you know, are you safe? Are you are you hunkered down in your apartment? You know, and he sort of laughed and he goes like, you know, and he says, hey, he says, I told him I go, you know, I'm new to the area, but it's just a little tiny area up and part of the St. Louis area. Well, I mean, it's not all over. They're not rioting at the arch. No, it's just a little, you know, and once again, I mean, how, how many times have you heard, you know, people you heard in the national news and in Boston, you know, and then you call like I call my son and I go, hey. You know, he lives in Boston. I go, hey, what's going on? Oh, what not much. I go, national news? He says, eh, it's no big deal. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, you know, it's like, okay, so which is it? Is it a big deal? Or, you know, it's a big deal to the national news people because they make it a big deal. But to the local, it's like, eh, life goes on. You know? I do. But, and, and just so you know, people here would thought that the whole entire Ferguson area was burning down. And that wasn't the case. It was just... It was. It was. That wasn't the case either. God, I shouldn't. I shouldn't tell this story, but I will. Um, year, okay, because we ago, all know how those end out. <laughs> years ago, when the Rams were here in St. Louis, my middle son, uh, uh, you know, we went to. The, I took him to the Rams game. Head tickets. We, after we finished the Rams game, uh, I, I told him. I said, "Hey, I'm going to show you where your grandparents grow up. Grew up because my my parents both grew up in North City. So we leave yeah, the dome yeah. and we go down Tucker, and it turns into West Florissant or whatever. And we're going through West Florissant. And I mean, we're going through North City. And at one point in time, my son looks over at me and he actually touches my arm as I'm driving. And he says, Dad, can we turn around and get out of here? <laughs> I'm going like, I'm going, what, what? He says, he says, I'm really afraid. You know, I'm going like, like, why? He says, well, this area looks really nasty. And I go, hey, you know, it used to be beautiful. Look at it now. And to him, it's and like. And look at Crown Candy. They well, have sat there and kept their location for years and years and years. Well, it's like me talking about right it, in the middle of North City. Every time I talk about when I used to work in Sage, people go, "Oh my God, you worked in Sage!" And they think that either you worked at one of the strip clubs, you know. And it's like, like and they go, well, "That's true." I go, "Where did you work in Sage?" Well, I worked at the airport. You know, I flew helicopters out of the airport. Oh, really? Weren't you afraid? I go, "No." You know, I mean, it's like my friend Wayman Thornton years ago invited me to the grand opening of his bar in East St. Louis. And I went, you know, and I had people and I was the only white guy there. And people were going like, you, oh my God, you went to a bar in East St. Louis. Yep. It was a lot of fun. You know, met a lot I of nice, met a lot of nice people. And then Wayman was and then, of course, almost got arrested. But that's another story. <laughs> Way to way to call him out, Brad. <laughs> oh, oh, arrested in East St. Louis, you know. Yes, yeah, that was me. Okay. Were they profiling you? 
No, it's a long story. And Wayman came oh. to Wayman came to my Wayman came to my defense. Wayman was I, I I put myself through college as a police dispatcher, and I had several of these officers that afterwards that I you know gotten. Then I got was you know I was actually working as a police dispatcher and actually in the radio business at the same time, which was sort of interesting. Uh, but uh, I had several of these officers that after I quit the police department, you know, sort of kept in touch with me. And Wayman was you know Wayman was one of my buddies, and I liked the guy. He was very nice to me. Matter of fact, at one point in time, um, I used to do a lot of. I mean, this is sort of weird. I used to paint cars and I used to do detailing. I mean, back in the day and Wayman had this really cool Cadillac Eldorado it was like it was like you know like bright green with a white vinyl top with white leather interior and I detailed his car for him once in the parking lot at the police department you know I had my buffer and I ran a you know an extension cord out the door of the squad room and I'm out there buffing his car out you know and the other I was all you know I wasn't working at the time it was like on a Saturday and the other officer hey you gonna do my car too and Wayman was always very nice to me you know and and I mean a super guy and and you know he used to call me when I first got in the radio business. I'm I'm telling you, it was one of the. I can still remember like it happened yesterday. He called me when I first got on the air at the old KSOQ. He called me a couple times. He says, "Hey Brad, I'm so proud of you, man. I'm driving around listening to you on the radio, and I'm thinking to myself, I used to work with this guy. This guy used to tell me where to go. He was my dispatcher, you know, and he was like super nice to me. And you know, he invited me, and he had this bar. Matter of fact, it's funny. I, now he'd getting sued for trademark infringement because the name of his bar was the Red Bull. That's what it was called. I, I, it's probably oh, the long, yeah, you know, it. Red Bull, that kind of thing. And you know, and nice guy, you know. And he's one of those guys that. And there were a couple other ones that guys that I I worked with, you know, who's you know kept in touch with, and 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 you know, I mean, even some of the because some of the the you know the at the time the you know the lieutenants and the captains were all World War II vets, and you know my dad was as well too, and some of these guys knew my dad, and you know it was, it was an interesting experience, you know. But that's way 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 back when. You know, way, way back when, you know, when you get to be 84 like me, you know, you look back, and you go, yeah, those were the good old days. Well, you sure don't have an 84 year, uh, 84 year old sounding voice. <laughs> well, that's because I have this new app on my phone. And if <laughs> if I turn the app off here, let me, hold on, let me turn it off. OK, this is how I normally sound now. And if I you're put, so full of it, Brad. I'm gonna turn. Oh, look, it's six tw- uh, seven twenty. I'm, I'm gonna turn the app back on. Okay, I'm like this. Okay, <laughs> let's play. Way to go! Way to work that board. <laughs> wiki, 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 wiki. <laughs> it's seven twenty-one. <laughs> Westplex one hundred seven point one in sync. I'll be honest with you, that's one of my favorite songs. And what's interesting about it is that's the version that didn't really uh, get promoted much. There was another version with Nelly, and I love Nelly, but I like the original InSync version. You know, that was their last single ever. Did you know that? InSync? I did not know that. Yeah, that was it. Their third album. You know their second album? God, I found this the other day, and I thought this was fascinating because things have changed quite a bit. Their second album, No Strings Attached, which was released 20 years ago in 2000, sold over 2.5 million copies in one day. Really? Yes. One day. <laughs> Can you believe that? I mean, like, it's just, you go like, holy cow, how'd that happen? Nowadays, you know, if you got an album, well, things have changed. Does with, that count for, like, Amazon, you know, downloading it yeah, on but, Apple Podcasts but, but or did, Apple Apple Play or that didn't Google ex- Play? Or, that, that didn't exist then. 2000, that didn't happen. I mean, there was no, you are know. Are you sure it did, wasn't? Oh, no. Are you sure? Positive. 2000, there was no, there was no Amazon. I mean, I don't think Amazon was, was. I think Amazon was still selling books in 2000. I don't think they were selling, you know, there was there was no Spotify. There Amazon was, Music? No, there was none of that back in 2000. 
I think, like I said, Amazon started as a bookseller, and you know they didn't have anything back then. I mean, 2000, there was nothing going on like that in 2000. They, you know, people were still buying, you know, albums, which at the time were CDs. They weren't vinyl anymore. But you know, I mean, can you imagine the, that? God, if you get a chance over the weekend, you know, we talked about this uh, earlier this week. Um, there's two things you can watch it on on YouTube. It's a 2020 special on Lou Lou Pearlman. And it's called The Hitman. And it's this guy yeah. who started both. We talked both, about him the other day. Yeah, it's the guy who started both uh, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. And uh, turned out he was a huge con man. That not only did he he essentially take most of the money from the kids, the guys in uh, uh, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, but also ran a Ponzi scheme, uh, sort of like the uh, Bernie Madoff thing, where he would tell people, "Hey, invest. You know, I'm I got the magic touch. Look what I've done with you know recordings. Look what I've done with the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. And invest your money in me, and man, I'll get you you know tremendous you know interest uh, on." It and boy, you'll make so much money you investing your money. Well, it was a, it was a Ponzi scheme, and a lot of what he was doing was taking the money from people who were investing, and he were he was like finding new artists. He was he kept trying to recreate the success of uh, the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, and he was using that money to you know buy buy uh, uh, you know he flew around in a corporate jet and had all these houses and stuff. He like was that. living the life, wasn't he? Yeah, and he was a con man, you know. Yeah. I mean, and 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 I mean, if and I and he, people like that always get away with it for a long period of time well the what i saw was i saw the the 2020 special on him um and you found the one on youtube that i think was actually was it was actually produced it's a youtube original isn't that what you found it is it's a youtube original and i think it was actually produced by lance bass one of the guys in uh, in nsync and uh, oh lance we go back we go way back (laughs) Do you really? I, I like his crackers. But that's a whole other story. Okay, you don't know what I'm talking about, do you? No. Okay, we'll keep it at that. Probably that'd it, be best. It's BS in the morning. What's this show about? BS. I say stuff, and Shelly calls BS on me because ninety nine point nine 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 percent of what I say is true, but Shelly never believes it. Just like no, just, and then when I just believe it, he bets me fifty bucks, <laughs> and I'll be damned if I don't lose. I said to her on Monday, "Wow, did you see the Daytona five hundred with the president in the limousine as the pace car?" And she's going like, "Yeah, that's BS." I go. No, it's not. And she's going, yes, it is. I go, 50 bucks. We'll bet on that one. And, and it's funny because now she tells me that when she's saying that, people are texting her, Shelly, don't bet him. He's telling the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Trump, it was, it was Trump really, really funny. Really A did. friend of mine goes, <laughs> well, <laughs> this is the same friend that called me uh, blonde, having blonde moments. Uh. But he was like, I was sitting there and I was... I was going, don't bet, don't take the bet, don't take the bet. And then I realized I was on the podcast. Because I asked him, why didn't you text me? It was delayed. He's like, because I was on the podcast. <laughs> but, but, but so when I do tell so I lost the, big, big fat time. When yes. I do tell the truth, Shelly thinks it's BS. But that was a good one. I mean, well, you know, if you think about this, if, if I were like to like a, you know, a psychic and I would say like, let's say 10 years ago and I was on the station and I'd say, Oh, the guy who's the American Idol, or not American Idol, the guy, uh, what is it, The Apprentice, the guy who does The Apprentice, that Donald Trump guy. Ah, I see in the future that 
he will get into politics and he will be the president of the United States. And people go, yeah, right. Like that's going to happen. Oh, and one day when they start the Daytona 500, he'll get out there and he'll go, gentlemen, start your engines. And then he'll get into the presidential limousine with his wife and they'll drive around the Daytona 500 as the pace car. And people go, yeah, right. That's never going to happen. Right. That was probably a bucket list for him. I bet the president has bucket lists, <laughs> Man. and that was probably one of them. Wouldn't you what, love to you see think? his bucket list? <laughs> yeah, yeah, to be the pace car for the Indy, or the Daytona 500. I mean, you know what? He, he That'd be this, a great bucket list. He did this campaign stop last night. You know, uh, once again, I know there are people that are listening to the station right now going like, I hate Donald Trump, okay? Savor the moment because there will Save never the be because you could a, have Bernie Sanders. No, there will never be another president like this guy. I mean, this guy is and and to the point where it's like when he goes, it's like it's funny. I hear these people talk about there's two modes that Donald Trump is in when he gives speeches. There's teleprompter mode where he's, you know, reading something to somebody else, and then there's like campaign mode where he's like doing two hours of stand-up. I mean, it's to the point where, like, Shelly, you know, we, you and I do this show, okay? We play some music, okay? And what's interesting is people, it's like people look at things, they go, oh, man, that's, that'd be, you know, easy to do. I could, I could do a radio show. I could talk for three, four hours every day. I could do a talk show. Trust like, me, everyone, it's not as easy as you think. I could do a talk show like Dave Glover, or I could do a talk show like, you know, Howard Stern. And what's funny is, and we, through the years... We've had some of those people who, like, and we had it with this, no, that station, but KSLQ, where people, well, I want to, oh, no, with this station, with the AM station, people come, hey, I want to do a talk show, fine, and come on in, we'll start you on Saturday. And they come in, and like, after half an hour, they don't have anything to say anymore. You know, they've said it all, you know, and it's like, they'll go like, God, that's, that's, that's hard. How do you do that? How do you talk all the time? Hey, it's just what we do, you know? Just no, what we do. it's what you do. No. I am just your backup. No, 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 no. You're 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 what people listen for. I'm just like the comic relief, the stupid stuff I say. Uh, no, that's no, me, that's Brad. What, no, no, I'm no. the comic relief no, because no. I don't know much you're, about anything unless it's on Facebook. You're the star. I'm the schlub. It's seven thirty-two. <laughs> Westplex one hundred seven point one. It is BS in the morning. I am B. She is S. Is that the way? Is that the way it is? BS. It, it, yes, it is actually. <laughs> you are definitely B. I got it wrong. Okay. Uh, no, I did. I got it right that time, right? Yes, she did. Wow. I can't believe I got something right. You're the one that normally does everything right, and I do things wrong. Um, we talked about the Backstreet Boys. Uh, I, I watched this. You know what? I watched some of the weirdest stuff, and I got fascinated by this. It was it was um, over a couple days I watched this. It was a 45-minute video, and it was a video recorded, I guess, maybe 10 years or so ago. And it was uh, done by the Canadian Television Network, and they had a program. You know, they have like you know, have sixty minutes, and this was a program called W Five. Okay, and keep in mind this was in you know the Canadian Television Network, and it was a forty-five minute program on Justin Bieber, but when he was fifteen, and it was fascinating. Uh, because, you know, they interviewed his mom, you know, he was a single, you know, his mom's a single parent. She was, she had Justin when she was 17. They interviewed his grandparents. And one of the things he did was he was, uh, he would go to this theater in his hometown in, 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 uh, in, uh, uh, Canada and he would busk. 
he would just sit there and there's videos of him and there's all these old videos. There's videos of him like when he's nine years old playing drums and stuff like that. And then in this documentary, they take him back to his high school. And keep in mind, he's 15. He drops out of school because at this point in time, he's touring. And, and you know, the, the guy that, uh, that, uh, um, um, that uh, Taylor Swift hates Scooter Braun, you know this whole thing. She's always, uh-uh. you know, lo- oh, oh, she hates this guy. I think he used to be her manager, and most of the songs, uh, you know, like the new song that's out called "The Man," supposedly about him, about the fact that you know, if you're a man, you can do this, but if you're a woman, you can't. Um, anyway, uh, which there's a lot of truth to that. Well, I, you know, but that's a whole other story. Anyway, yeah, it is another he, story. He saw him and Usher saw Justin on a YouTube video. And they both decided this kid is going places. So Usher flew him down to wherever he was in a recording studio and he met him. And then Scooter Braun heard about him and uh, he decided, okay, this guy's gonna be the next big thing. And he tries to track him down and he doesn't know where he lives. So he's he's got like three or four different cities that he thinks he's from because all it is is these YouTube videos and it's this young kid from Can- you know from Canada. So Scooter Braun actually goes to Canada and goes to like these school districts and say, hey, "I'm looking for this kid by the name of Justin Bieber." And the school districts are going like, "Okay, this is weird." So finally, someone gave him contact information for Justin Bieber's mother. And he sent her, I guess, an email or something like that and said, look, I want to talk to you about your son. And no, I'm not a creepy, weird guy. I'm a music producer. And if you want to call me, you can, you know, uh, block the caller ID. I totally understand. But please get in contact with me because I think I can really help your son. And she finally called him. And then the rest is history, and he started promoting. But it's really fascinating because, you know, the, the lady who's the is the you know the interviewer. Uh, you know, they one of the scenes they take him back to his high school, and he talks about how uh, you know these two teachers were his biggest influence. And they meet the teachers, and then they have all these interviews with him where she's asking him all these questions, and he couldn't be a nicer kid. He's talking about, you know, hey, one of the things I need to do is I need to, you know, stay humble, and I need to know that, you know, that you know I came from these small beginnings and 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 even his teachers talked about it oh my god he was he was so talented and that uh, you know that he could do everything you know he could pick up on things and and they talked about they showed him playing hockey remember there was that deal with with uh, with uh, he was supposed to uh, you know have a uh, you know uh, a uh, you know one-on-one contest with uh, the blues goalie um, yes. yes did that happen I don't think it has yet and they talked about how he played on a select soccer team and that his mom and his grandparents talked about oh my god he was the most amazing kid anything he put his mind to he could do and his grandfather told the story about how he would go busking you know playing his guitar and singing down in front of this theater in like the tourist district of this hometown where he lived and his dad talked about when he was like 11 and 12 most of the time he'd come home with 150 to 200 dollars now think yeah, about that, that for a minute. Sound, that doesn't. <laughs> I mean, you know, that doesn't surprise me. But but think about you know, and and here's the thing that I and I see things like that and think to myself, okay, how many times do you hear people go like, I can't find a job, I can't make any money, nobody will hire me. I mean, this kid's making a couple hundred bucks, you know, hundred to two hundred fifty bucks or hundred to two hundred dollars playing his guitar for a couple hours. Now, yeah, it's he's talented and he's a good looking kid and he's you know, but yet once he's got again, great hair. Yeah, well, but it's funny because. 
because because in this in this thing he's got the old Justin Bieber look, you know, where he had like the hair yeah. that sort of like all like surrounds his face. You know what I mean? Like I can't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, a mop. Right. It's sort of like all contoured around, and like his eyes stick out, and his nose and his mouth, and the rest of it's all like hair. But anyways, pretty fascinating. Um, if if I can find it again, I'll put the link up on my Facebook page, and you can take a look at it. But um, you know, and now you look at it, it's like okay, he's tattooed all over the place, and you know, he's he's you know his has face isn't tattooed. His arms, he's got the sleeves. Have you seen him late, l- lately? I haven't, but yeah, you know, he's got the he was never able to be a kid. Well, I mean, he stopped being a kid at fifteen. You know what? <laughs> if I had the choice to end up where he's at, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean. Yeah, but I mean, that's what I'm saying is he never got a chance to have a naughty period. So you're saying, you know, you're saying because he was this, you know, upstanding young kid who was, you know, uh, focused on on being successful that now that he's successful, he can, you know, sow his wild oats, so to, so to speak. All I know is that everyone deserves to have a naughty period, and it's usually in your teens. Hmm. Because when you have your naughty period when you're in your 20s, that's the time that you're supposed to be getting your life together and not going out and partying and smoking dope and, you know, drinking. And, you know, that's not when you're supposed to have your naughty period. Hmm. Your naughty period's supposed to be in your teens. And my naughty period was in my 70s, but that's a whole other story. 745. My naughty period was pretty much my entire life until I hit <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> Okay, that's interesting. 745. Westplex 107.1, bad blood. Good morning, T755. It's BS in the Morning. I am Shelly. She is Brad. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. We talked about all sorts of different stuff. You know what we didn't talk about this morning? What didn't we talk about this morning? This rumor, and, and it actually gotten sort of interesting, the rumor, you know, now with Michael Bloomberg being in the Democratic fray for the presidential nomination to go against Trump in the 2020 election, uh, and them talking about the possibility of Hillary Clinton being his vice president. VP, yeah. Do you know what's happened? No. The insurance company that uh, writes uh, Michael Bloomberg's life insurance yes. has canceled it. Because he wants Hillary as VP? Yeah. Or they think he's going to be offed? Right. <laughs> Hillary's going to do him in. And if, 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 they, if, she, if he got elected as president and Hillary is vice president, that she'd do him in, invite him over. Hey, Bill and I want you to come over. Oh, so, <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> yeah, we want you to come over for dinner, Mr. Mr. Bloomberg. And, come here, and, Happy birthday, Mr. President. So, so, yes, so that would be the deal there. So, yeah, yeah. It would, it would. Have they really canceled him? No, it's a joke. But it, oh, Brad, it, it is sort of funny. See, why do you do that to me? You know, I just sit there and schlep up that stuff with a I, fork. I don't think that Michael Bloomberg, who has you know, whose net worth is sixty billion dollars, I doubt if he has an insurance policy. It's just like most of the time you get these big companies. Uh, you know that they're self-insured because, in fact, they got so much money. If somebody sues them for a hundred million, they go, eh, "What's a hundred million? You know, well, you know, you want a check or you want it? You want it? You want the direct deposit? You know that kind of stuff." So you wonder, did he uh, become the mayor? He's the mayor of New York, right? He was the mayor of New York? Yes. Was the mayor of New York? Yes. So does he get lifetime benefits? Health benefits? Well, I, I mean, when you got sixty billion, who cares? You know, you can buy a hospital. You know, that's true. But you almost wonder, you know, because sometimes people who have a lot of money um, are very frugal. 
Yeah, but when you get that kind of money, you know, I mean, think about it. I mean, you there's know, there's money and there's well, there's a lot of money, and then there's that kind of money. Is that what you're saying? Well, it's just like <laughs> I remember years ago that uh, you know, once again, when I would come home uh, or in the afternoon, I'd get you know get to the house at four o'clock, and I'd turn on Oprah and I'd watch Oprah. And I would cook dinner for my kids, uh, you know, when they got off of school. And uh, one of the Oprah shows was they had a lady on there. If you remember, Oprah used to be a television news person. You know, that's how she started her career. I didn't know that because I always thought that they thought that she wasn't good for television because without her makeup, she was kind no, of no, 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 no. She was she was a TV news person, and I she think she. Worked I did at, not know that. Yeah, she worked at I think at a station in Nashville, and they had a lady on there for for some I can't remember what it was, and uh, she was she she was doing some kind of a of a business she was in or something like that, and they they started talking to her. Oprah started interviewing and say say like, okay, well, what's your background? And she says, well, believe it or not, I used to work at the same TV station you worked at. In Nashville or whatever it's at, and Oprah went really, and and Oprah says and says, well, did you do okay with that? And she says, yeah, I did okay, but I didn't make Oprah money. And Oprah got a little bit upset, you know, because of the fact. Why did like, she get upset? She's like one of the wealthiest women in the world. I don't know. I mean, it was one of those things. It was one of those moments where it's like, you know, I think I think Oprah sort of took it as like an offense that here's this woman who's done okay for herself, but she's essentially saying, well, I've done okay, but I haven't made the kind of money you've made. But when you got like that, I mean, think about that. If you're Michael Bloomberg or Oprah Winfrey, I mean, you know, I mean, like, like, let's say, let's say, let's say I was a billionaire and I lived in St. Charles County, okay? And I was worth $100 billion. So let's make it even, let's make $10 billion, okay? And one morning I wake up and I think to myself, you know what? Shelly Barr would be the world's best county executive. And, you know, and I decided, you know what? I'm going to spend $100 million, which is just a small portion of what I have, on getting Shelly elected to... Uh, the county executive of St. Charles County, or, you know, Len Pagano announces he's going to retire from being the mayor of, of, of St. Peter's. And I go, I'm going to spend $100 million in getting, you know, Shelley elected the mayor of St. Peter's. And I buy every billboard in I-70. I buy, you know, cable television. I buy enough radio. Yard, yeah, and radio. I buy, you know, television. I buy enough yard signs. So every house in St. Peter's has not one, but 10 Shelly Bar for mayor. You know, I mean, don't you think it'd be fun just to do stuff like that? You know? I actually, I actually have a different thought on what I would do with if I had that kind of extraordinary money. Really? I, huh? I would find it. I would, um, Found a foundation. Yeah. Does that make Does that make sense? Yeah, but I'm not I would saying. Start a, I would begin a foundation, and um, they would do good works. Well, I'm not saying I wouldn't. I mean, because because look at stuff. What what uh, I heard an interesting thing the other day that talked about that 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 you know the the people you know the the man behind the scenes that there are people that claim that Michael Bloomberg has done extremely generous things to people about people who've, you know, their stories. I mean, the same thing with Trump. I mean, there's stories about Trump. I mean, I, I don't know if it's true or not. There's a story that that uh, one time his limousine had a flat tire going somewhere. And if you've ever, ever heard the story before. I have not. He had his lim- He was going somewhere, and his limousine had a flat tire, and some guy just stopped to help him, you know, and, hey, Mr. Trump, how you doing, and, and changed the tire for him. 
And supposedly Trump found out who Where the guy. Where was the Secret Service? No, no, this is when he was just a businessman. This is this oh, is. Oh, okay. This I'm is, surprised he still didn't. No, no, have, no, no. This, um, this is back in the handlers. day. No, this is this is back in the day when he was, you know, he was just like you know Joe business guy, you know, real estate got mogul it, in New it. York, and he's, he's driving somewhere in his limousine, guy, okay. and they have a, he has a tire that goes flat, and a guy helps him the tire, and Trump finds out who the guy is and pays off his mortgage. You know, finds out, you know, hey, that guy was a nice guy to me. How much does he own his house? Yeah, send that mortgage company a check. You know, see, I would do that kind of stuff. But I think that would be cool too. I yes. mean, you know, I mean, you go into, you know, you see these people that are, you know, that are busting and trying real hard, and you know, and and you know, and to the point where you secretly go in and you, you know, like, you know, uh, you know, a new car shows up in their driveway one morning, you know, and the keys are there, and somebody comes up and says, uh, you know, uh, uh, hey, um, you know, um, we were told to bring this new car over to you. Here's the title. Here's the keys. You owe nothing. And you can imagine, like, like, like doing that kind of stuff. You had that kind of money, you know, or like, or like you get bad service. Like, you know, you go to you, you go to like a you know a restaurant. You get bad service, and you know, and the manager's sort of cranky, and you, you know, and and they don't know who you are that you're like loaded. And the next day, you go and you go, you go like, hey, I didn't like the way you treated me yesterday. Uh, you want to sell this place? Yeah. Okay. Fine. I'll write you a check. Get the hell out of here. I'm going to bring in a new manager, and we're going to run this restaurant the way it should be run. Don't you think that'd be cool? I do think that would be cool. You know, I mean, just be able to yes. do, you know, you know, drive through a drive through. You know, I mean, I mean, every once in a while you see this, you see this on on you know in the news that somebody you know gets like you know a two thousand dollar tip, you know, and it and you it, know, and that's the kind of stuff I would do. You know, somebody that needs a hand up, not a hand out. Well, I told. Remember, we told the story about this guy who is the 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 guy who who tweets for Trump all the time. Uh, this guy was a caddy at one of Trump's golf courses, and he caddied for Trump one day. And Trump gave him a two hundred dollar tip, two one hundred dollar bills. And the guy went home and framed the two, you know, the two hundred dollar bills, and said, "Someday I am going to work for Mr. Trump." And and he he followed Trump around, and and you know, and kept you know bugging him, "Hey, let me do this." And finally, Trump let him run something, one of his businesses. He ran one of his businesses, and then he started you know hanging out with Trump when he was on the you know initially starting on the twenty sixteen campaign trail and he's the guy who does all the tweets to this day he does all most of the the, the tweets for because he's like constantly behind trump tweeting stuff that's what he, you know because you think like you know you and i do social media right okay like sometimes they'll say well today donald trump you know sent out 35 you know tweets okay he ain't running the company and sending those tweets at the same time running the country and, and send those tweets at the same time it takes time to do social media it's just like you and i get this all the time well we don't buy radio advertising we do social media because it doesn't cost us anything yes it costs you something because you're spending so time on it i wonder if wait a minute i forgot my thought continue Oh, I was just going to say that. I mean, it's to the point where where this is what this guy does. And I always find that's it, what I was going to say. So it's not really the real Donald Trump. Well, he the, the, the what they say happens uh, uh, now is that he dictates this stuff to this guy. Remember, we talked oh, he about does. It. Okay, yeah, he, good. he will say, send out a tweet, you know, tell him that, you know, blah, blah. But originally, Trump did this himself. That was the whole thing. He was doing this himself, you know, and then. Uh, ultimately, this guy essentially got himself into a job, and he and he just hung out with. I mean, if you go back and look 
it's fascinating because you see like all the, the, the people behind the scenes and all these presidential, these Democratic presidential candidates and things like that. If you go back and look at the Donald Trump campaign, the reason all the pundits said there's no way in the world this guy will ever be elected president is because he had a very, very, very small staff. He had this guy that was following him around tweeting. He had Corey Lewandowski. He had Hope Hicks. He had a, you know, he had a handful of people. And, you know, Hillary Clinton had an entourage. You know, she had like, you know, hundreds of people that traveled with her, literally, you know, on a, on a, you know, there were people that flew with her on the plane and there were people on the ground and there were people here and the people, and it was Trump, you know, flying around in his plane, you know, hey, let's go over here and do a campaign, you know, thing. Like when he came to St. Louis, you know, it was like, hey, here she comes. You know, he didn't have a big entourage. You know, you hear about like the rock stars and things like that. Some of the rappers that, that, uh, you know, they show up like for a radio interview and there's 20 people with them. You know, it's like, okay, what do those 20 people do? You know, I mean, like, you know, I told you the story like when when uh, Shaquille O'Neal was out at uh, T.R. Hughes now now Car Shield Field when he was doing that home run hitting contest with uh, with why is why is Justin name? Bieber? No 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 he was no. doing he's doing no, a, that was Justin Bieber he was doing a whole home running uh, 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 hitting contest with who's the guy that left and goes to the Angels my mind's blank you know what I'm talking I don't about. know I wouldn't know that even a- if anyway, I did like anyway, sports Shaquille had a guy literally I saw it with my own eyes the guy was like always five feet away from Shaquille and he was tweeting hey as he was tweeting as Shaquille hey I'm here at ball at the T.R. Hughes ballpark and I'm going to be doing a home run hitting contest you know and then like five minutes later oh and then he would take like a you know like a, a picture of Shaquille you know hey I'm right here and I'm meeting some fans and oh boy I love it in St. Charles County and and that's what the guy did Shaquille wasn't touching the stupid phone it was this guy doing all of it you know See, that's when you're really yeah, big. Yeah, I get it. See, that's when, what we need. When, yeah, when you and I get really big, which will happen never, <laughs> we'll hire somebody. I don't, we don't need who, to get big. Will, that's what we need. Who will just follow us around and tweet yeah. and take pictures and stuff like yes. that. Here's Brett and Shelly, you know, at the Freddy's, you know, and oh, here's, 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 here's the guy giving our, uh, oh, our order's ready. Yes, number 290 orders now, please get number 290. Yeah, and there's Brad going to pick up the food at the at the Shelly's at, at the you know at the at the window, and oh, here's Brad and Shelly eating their cheeseburgers, and oh, here's Brad and Shelly as they get in their cars and drive away, and oh, here's they're down the street at the gas station putting the gas in their car. Oh, look, they just turned into Schnooks to buy some cookies. Oh, they just walked out of Schnooks. That's what that's that's when we got the life. We got somebody who'll just tweet like that nonstop for us. What do you think? Uh-huh. I, I I'm all for it. Actually, we, we got to take our last. Can we break. make that happen? Oh yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, I'll, I'll you know I'll write the checks tonight, and you know that'll start tomorrow. <laughs> We're <laughs> Thanks, way over boss. time. We got to take our last it's break. Eight oh eight. I know. Eight oh eight. We'll be well, right back. Well, that's gonna do it for BS in the morning. We've gone way over this morning. We've we've put in. You know, it'd be like us. You know, saying we got off at eight o'clock and we're still here working. You know, the boss would say like, "Wow, you guys are great. Can you stay until nine? You know, people have asked why why we are only two hours. And what do you tell them? Um, because what do I tell them? Oh, I I know what I tell them. What do you tell them? Oh, I had a guy yesterday said to me, "Why you guys you know only do two hours?" And I say, "I got bronchitis." And that's all I can talk. <laughs> Whatever, Brad. You just couldn't stop that, could you? You could not go one day without pushing that button. <laughs> and 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 the other one. And somebody else said said to me, well, "Why don't you do four hours?" And I said, "Ain't nobody does that." 
Yeah, you know, one of the simplest thing. You know. <laughs> they actually do brand on other stations. Oh, but there is no other station besides West Flux 107.1. Right. Unless and, it's KSLQ or KRAP. And and then and then they asked Shelly, Shelly, well, well, you know, well, well, couldn't you do like five hours? And she said. I believe that. She's a positive attitude. I do. I, I do have. My cup is half full. I am a. I am a. Um. Oh, I forget what I call myself. Well, we and had we had our consultant Jeff, you know, and when we yes, said we said yes. to him, you know, hey, eternal optimist. That's what I am. When, when he said when we said, hey, we're going to do four hours, and he said, after about twenty five percent of the way through, I thought I dropped acid. So that's why we don't do a four hour show. <laughs> that's why we. <laughs> and, You're so funny. That's why we. So Brad, we are over time. Yes. So let's just bring out the most important man of St. Charles when he steps up to the microphone and says, "They can't hear me because they're listening to Kids Bop." Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he does say that. Everybody, <laughs> have a great weekend. Um, it's going to be amazing, and um, yeah, just enjoy the day because it's going to be. Super sunny. And just, Might be a little chilly, but it's going to be beautiful. Just remember, we'll talk about this on Monday. Just remember three simple words. What are they? I'll tell you on Monday. Hey, people. Your mom called. She <laughs> says to call Extreme Electrical for your residential, commercial, and